right, I'm going to take you on a little journey today. We're going to do a little exercise together. A lot of folks, when I talk to them, well, if I have a deeper conversation with you, something a little bit more philosophical, you may have heard me ponder about my own death a little bit. <laughs> and, and it may seem morbid, but there's a very specific reason I do that. And it's because, you know, this is an ancient belief that pondering your own death allows you to live a more full life. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So if you want to do the exercise with me, we'll just start here. Just envision your last day, your last moment on this earth, you know? So maybe you don't know it's your last day. Maybe you do. But in your last moment, you usually know. You've got a second where you realize this is it. And in that moment, you can look back on your life and you're either going to be filled with regret or you're going to be filled with fulfillment. When I say regret or fulfillment, it's like, man, yeah, maybe, maybe it could be a combination of the two. Hey, I regret doing X, Y, Z, but this, but this was the right call over here. But the reality is if your life is overall a life of fulfillment, you really can't have any regrets because every action and every part of the journey is what led you there. And so what I want to talk about today is how can we push ourselves to get to that place where, hey, man, no, my life wasn't perfect. Nobody's was. But overall, I'm at peace and I'm fulfilled and, I, and I've lived a life of meaning. That's what I want to talk about today. And there's, there's really two foundational steps. And number one is you got to stop bullshitting yourself. You got to stop bullshitting yourself. Now, what do I mean by that? Because when I do this exercise with people, I'm like, well, what, what's going to make you look back and be like, this was a life of meaning and, and I'm fulfilled. They'll be like, oh, you know, if, if my kids and my grandkids are around my deathbed and they love me, then life is good. And man, let me tell you something. I am all about relationships. I'm all about it. And my kids and my grandkids well, I don't have grandkids. My kids and hopefully one day my grandkids will mean a lot to me and in how how I relate to them and how they remember me. Yeah, that means a lot to me. I'm not going to lie. But that being said, that's not everything. If you if you sit here and tell me that that is all you need is is to have your kids and your grandkids by your side as you pass through, you are lying to yourself. You were meant for so much more and you know it. There's potential inside of you that's trying to claw its way out. And when you deny that potential, when you stuff it back down, it turns into anxiety, stress, depression. But when you let it out, you unlock a whole other level of existence. So step one is clarity. I want you to allow yourself to believe in your own potential. Yes, you will have awesome relationships with your family. That's a given when you step into who you really are. But it, it is a given, but it is not everything. It's not everything. And, and everybody on this earth, you've been given gifts and you've been given potential. And the only way for you to find meaning is to take what you've been given, develop it, and give it away. But you can't give gifts to the world. And therefore, if you can't give your gifts away, you can't have a life of meaning if you don't allow yourself to first believe in your own potential. So stop bullshitting yourself. You are meant for more and you know it. And you know that there is potential inside of you that's waiting to come out. That's step one. And then once you allow yourself to believe in that potential, you can start mustering up some courage. That's step number two, courage. See, nothing, nothing great ever comes from playing it safe. Nothing great ever comes from being timid, from being quote unquote reasonable. Fighting for your potential is very scary, 
you will you will seem unreasonable to many people and you're going to face failure and you're going to face rejection and you're going to face judgment because let's be real people believing in their own potential and fighting for it and making it their priority to develop it that is not the norm in this world and when you strive for that when you start reaching for that people will judge you because you will trigger in them you will be mirroring back to them the fact that they are letting themselves down. So yeah, it's scary. It's scary to step into who you are and what you're capable of because you will face failure, rejection, and judgment. And to compound the problem, that fear doesn't go away. It's ongoing. But that's where courage comes in. This is good because fear is what gives us the opportunity to be courageous. And courage is a virtue. In fact, I might argue courage is the virtue that allows all other virtues to exist. You cannot be honorable. You cannot, uh, well, I guess you could be strong without courage, but it, it would be useless. But you can't be honorable. You can't be giving. You can't be kind if you're not courageous. Because if without courage, you're just selfish and timid and keeping everything into yourself. But if you find yourself scared, it gives you the opportunity to practice that courage. Because fear and courage go hand in hand. And if you, if you want to know the secret to how do I muster up the courage to go out and face everything that I'm scared of, well, it's going to come from one, one thing and one thing only. You have to find a reason more compelling than your fear. Because remember, the fear doesn't go away. In fact, the fear is required for you to be courageous. But if you have a reason to step into the fray, to get off the fucking sidelines and into the game, if you have a reason to do that that's more compelling than your fear, you will find the courage. And that's why I go to the last day exercise so much. Because I'm going to be real with you. I am fucking terrified of leaving anything on the table. I am terrified of having one single ounce of unused potential in me. I'm terrified of living a perfectly reasonable life that doesn't even earn my own respect for myself. That's what I'm scared of. And that keeps me moving every day. And every time I'm scared that somebody's going to think something about, about me, or I feel a certain way about something, or I don't like the way that I'm being judged about my choices, I look at that fear and I go, man, well, here's the choice. You can appease this person right now. You can try, and that's all you can do. You can't really control what other people do. You can try and you know, act in a certain way that'll get you judged less harshly. You could avoid the tasks that will potentially lead to rejection because all that's scary. But when you do so, just know that it's fucking now or never. I'm 40 years old. I'm in the height of my powers. It is now or never. If I'm not developing shit, I will not be able to give it away for the rest of my life. So every day that it gets wasted is another day where I'm like, ooh, shit, I'm, I'm moving more towards the regret side of the last day exercise than the fulfillment side. So that fear keeps me courageous. And I got to tell you that, yeah, dude, when I go to my last day, my kids are there. Ideally, my grandkids. Ideally, you know, my kids' wives. And that's great. That's great that they're there for me in my vision. But I've got to ask myself, what do they see? What do they see? Be kind of selfish to think that I would deserve their love if I, if I didn't even have love enough for myself to go out and pursue a life of meaning for myself. If I was so scared to believe in myself so little that I just played it safe all my life, well, how is that going to show up in my relationship with others? What kind of example did I set for them? 
Did I show them what a life of meaning looks like? Or did I show them what reasonable looks like? Did I show them how to avoid failure, rejection, and judgment? Did I show them them how to live a life of fear so that I can appear reasonable and avoid that judgment and and avoid that failure and that rejection? So yeah, man, my loved ones are around me on my last day. They are. But I think about, but a relationship is a two-way street. And so it will be selfish to just think, oh, I get to bask in their love and not give anything back. The number one gift I will give to certainly my family and those closest to me in, in a perfect world, every single person I come in contact, the number one gift I will give is an example of what a life of meaning looks like. And maybe, just maybe, it'll show them that, hey, man, you don't have to be reasonable. You don't have to play it safe. And guess what? If you can get past the fear of rejection and the fear of failure and the fear of judgment, and you can believe in your own potential, there is a life of purpose and meaning and fulfillment that's waiting on the other side. But you cannot get there. You cannot pass go and collect your $200 if you're going to sit there and be scared. If you're going to sit there and be reasonable. You just can't. So that's all I have for you today. I'm just talking about death. <laughs> Talk, I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of a lighthearted topic. I'm just talking about death and my most deep-seated fears. But like I said, I have certain gifts. I have certain potential. And so... I'm going to do everything I can to develop those things and then give them away. That's it. So when it comes to to sharing this stuff with you, it actually, yeah, it's a little bit uncomfortable, let's call it. It's a little bit scary, but it's attached to such a deeper meaning to me, I can move past it and do my thing. And that's all I hope for you today is that when you're faced with a decision where you go, well, I'm not sure if this is reasonable or not. Uh, I'm not sure if I, uh, you know, have time to commit to whatever, uh, you know, whatever, whatever that's stupid. And, and that's not your voice. That's your, that's your silly, silly goose inner voice. We all have the same one. And it sounds like an asshole. And it's like, oh, you don't have time for that. Uh, that's not reasonable. Um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Go collect your 3% 401k match. Fuck that voice. Silence that voice by going to your last day and asking yourself what, when I'm looking back on my last day, what really matters? And then if you can find the courage to go act in alignment with that, I promise you, failure and rejection won't hurt so bad because you'll be living your life in the game. You'll be in the fucking game, in the arena, and not on the sidelines. That's, what, that's, that's all I want for you. That's all I want for myself. <laughs> that's all I want for you. Because I think not only do we live better lives as individuals when we do that, but everybody around us benefits more because now more people are contributing their actual God-given gifts to the world, to society, to the human collective, and we can all move forward together. All right? That's it. I don't know how to wrap this up, so just go to thegoodshit.info if you want to hang out. You can find my Instagram on there. You can find some articles. You can find links to my Metaphysique program. That's it, man. Um, Hit me up. Let me know how this landed with you. Talk soon. Talk soon.